Welcome to another episode of the Rosen Podcast. I'm Chloe, your host, and it's been a while since we talk sport on the show. So this week I'm catching up with the chairman of Rosen Rugby Club, Richard Cottrell. If this is the first episode you're listening to, you can find and listen to all the episodes of the podcast, rosenpodcast.com, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, on Spotify and on lots of other podcast apps. Just search for Rosalind Podcast and you should find us. Now at rosenpodcast.com you will also find links to any of the resources we mention. This week I took a little delve into our listener stats and would you believe it, we're being listened to in 17 different countries. Whilst over 90% of our listeners are in the UK, we're also being listened to in the US, uh, France, Brazil, Germany, Botswana, Australia, Bulgaria, Canada, Cyprus, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand, Spain, Switzerland, Taiwan and Trinidad and Tobago. So if you're one of the people who's been spreading the word to family and friends overseas, thank you for helping us go just a little bit global. It's very cool to see all these different countries coming up. Now it's time to talk rugby. Hi, Rich. Hi, Chloe. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, we like hearing from our sports teams, um, even if there's not much going on in the way of sport at the moment. So... So the rugby club, how long has the rugby club been, been going? Um, Rosen Rugby Club started in 1970. Um, it didn't actually start um, at the Rosen Inn in Philly. It, um, its roots were at the King's Head at Ruin. Um, a group of chaps got together over a beer, I'm sure. Um, the likes of uh, James Thomas, Graham Thomas, Keith Ferris, David Thomas, uh, Jeff Council. Glen Netherland, um, and they thought it would be a good idea to uh, have a, a rugby team, and um, so they so they did. And um, fifty years on, um, it is still going going strong. And a, a bit of a shame that all this has happened in the fiftieth year, but I, I would guess that the celebrations are being postponed until they can be had in the in the way they should be had. Yes, um, we struggled. Um, to decide what to do um, as much as we'd like to do it this year. We are going to put everything back to next next year where we'll hopefully have a big dinner and dance. Um, we'll have a few touring sides and do a few other little things to celebrate the, the club's history. So I guess anyone who's listening who has been involved with the club over the years who wants to make sure they know about those should be checking out the website, I would guess. Yeah, everything is on the website. That's uh, kept up to date regularly. So all, all the information, as soon as we know what's going to happen, will be posted on the website. And hopefully we'll get in contact with as many people as as we can, especially for the dinner and dance. We'd like that to be um, a lot of... Uh, older guys and the newer guys, a celebration of the club, but also a, a celebration of, of getting the club going forward um, in hopefully for the next next 50 years. Cool. Well, that's rosendrfc.com, but we'll add a link to that in the show notes for anyone who wants to find it. So I'll tell you more about that later. And over the years, the, the rugby club, unlike many in Cornwall who kind of struggled to survive, but actually Rosen's been been a strong club for the whole 50 years pretty much, hasn't it? Um, yeah, we've had our ups and downs, and sort of back in the eighties, they did even run a, a second team for three and four seasons. 
but I think as long as you could walk, you uh, you got picked for that one. But um, yeah, it, it has definitely had its ups and downs. Um, on a on a Saturday morning, you could have twenty players, but come half past three on Saturday afternoon, you could very well have twelve. Um, so it all depends on what the weather's like, where we're playing, who we're playing, and um, but yeah, generally there's a lot of hard work that goes in into getting a side. Um, but generally, we do manage to put out almost put out of fifteen. So, Rich, over the last 50 years, there must have been, as there are with any, pretty much any club going, those pivotal members. So who's been instrumental in keeping the rugby club going for, for the last half century? Um, sort of people like Brian Schnauf, Colin Therese, and then up to the present day, a, a massive thank you. He's got to go to people like Chris and Catherine Thomas, um, Ian Pello, Nathan Chapman. Those sort of guys really put a lot of work into the into the club club and then um you know a big thank you to Jim Pascoe and family for the use of the field um you know it's a it's a massive help to the club and then sort of um as the uh, landlords in the at the pub um Graham and Jackie Hill uh, back many years ago and up to present day Phil and Katie and they're a huge support to the club and as is the village hall committee um, they're very supportive of the club. Okay, so so Rich, over the years, has there been a particular year that has a lot of significance for the club? Yeah, I think the year that we um, we got promoted to Devon and Cornwall League, and we won the oh, Devon and Cornwall League, and, and we won the cup, and that was probably the highest um, point of the of the club's history. Um, captain back then by Nathan Chapman, who's a great captain. Um, so yeah, that's definitely probably the highest. Uh, the club's ever been yeah because it's um it's it's a pretty competitive Cornwall League 2 and Cornwall League 1 so to have managed to come out top and then get to play some of the Devon clubs is is um it is kind of like a once every 50 years potential achievement isn't it oh it is yeah and it, it was great to get up there um I do remember playing a couple of those games um but yeah they they weren't much uh much fun than the Devon games <laughs> They were a hard 80 minutes, um, but it was definitely an experience and, and it was great for the club. And what's what kind of shapes the club in at the moment? Is it is it still, uh, you said there was a second team in the 80s. Is there a second team at the moment or it's just the first 15? There's just the first 15 at the minute. Um, we've got quite a lot of young lads, um, really keen there's quite a lot of the young farmers, probably young farmers that have joined over the past few years. So, yeah, we're in a really good, strong, strong position. We just need to make sure that we keep everybody interested going forward over what's happened over the last few months and just keep everyone interested and keen. Um, but providing we do that, yeah, we, we're in a, a good, healthy position. And once we start playing again and um, hopefully win in a couple of matches, that um, draws people back. It kind of takes care of itself when you've got people winning, doesn't it? Oh, definitely, yes. It's a lot easier for everybody. And uh, this is a, is a new experience for me on this podcast because usually when we've got someone on talking about a club, we're saying, how do people get in contact for when eventually you may or may not be able to start meeting up again? And this is the first ever time I've been able to say, you're about to start meeting up again, aren't you? So so what's, what's the, the next date in the calendar, Rich? 
Yeah, so on the 5th of September, we're going to do um, social distance training um, at two o'clock at the, at the field. Um, so it's all going to be a little bit new and um, a bit of a learning curve for us all, but we'll split the pitch up into four sections and each pod will train in that section with that group of players and um, they'll just stay as that, as that group. And we have to um, bring your own water bottles and we will have to sanitise the balls and all the equipment um, before, during and after training. But no so, uh, no tackling, tackle-free training session. Yeah, yeah tackle-free training session, yes, yes. Excellent. Well, I suspect uh, you'll get you'll get a lot of the existing players and maybe a few others who are going, what, I can actually finally do some training somewhere coming up to join you. So you said it's happening at the field. Where do they find the field? Uh, the field is at Philly, which is just um, below the Roseland Inn pub. So if you just park up by the pub and then walk down, sort of a five-minute walk down the road, it's there on the right-hand side. Excellent. Well, hopefully we'll get a few people, a few extra people coming to join you as a result of this. And um, and I guess they can find details of further training on the website too. So uh, rosalindrfc.com? Yeah, yeah. It's all, all should all be there, updated regularly. And there's ever some news that's always put on there. So hopefully it'll be uh, kept up to date. Excellent. Well, look, we, uh, we wish you all the best for the first training session back and for next year's delayed 50th anniversary celebrations. So, Rich, thanks Thank so much for coming on the show. Thank you very much. So, training starts next Saturday afternoon. That's September the 5th at the Rugby Pitch in Philly. Head out of the village with the pub on your right and you cannot miss it. And if you're interested in getting involved with the 50th um, anniversary next year or heading to training um, next Saturday, playing or supporting, then you'll find all the details at roselandrfc.com. That's their website. It's a very sociable club for both players and spectators. They organise a lot of events through the year, including the annual tour, which unfortunately Rich couldn't talk about the tours, though, because as what goes on tour stays on tour. Um, And if you'd like to hear from some of the other sports teams and activities happening on the peninsula, then just have a scroll through our past episodes. They're all there ready for you to listen to for free. Um, And we've spoken to several of the different clubs on the peninsula about all different sorts of sporting activities. If you want to make sure you hear all of those and all our future shows, then bookmark rosenpodcast.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your usual podcast app. And if you've got an idea for us or would like to come on the show yourself, then just drop us an email to rosenpodcast at gmail.com with your ideas and any questions you've got. Be kind and stay safe.